And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's totally terrific, totally transforming, and totally triumphant Tuesday as we find unity from the Father through the Son and by the Holy Spirit, all for the glory of God Almighty. First, money, money, money. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. Talked about this before. Let's be honest. If somebody said, here's a million dollars, no strings attached. It's not like we'd be repulsed by it. And no, Dunder Mifflin, money is not the root of all evil. It's the love of money. And that's because loving money means that money, riches, treasures, and gold is that person's idol. And the love of money leads to selfishness, lust for power, and stupid thinking. But money in and of itself is okie-dokie. Our brain is in the potty if our passion is in the purse. I like that line. I'm sorry. <laughs> our brain is in the potty. You like that line? Our brain is in the potty if our passion is in the purse. Next, the guy is on the corner street. He has a sandwich board sign on him. It says, repent for the end of the world is at hand. The funny thing about the sign is not the repent part. It's the end of the world part connecting it to the repentance part. We still need to repent whether the le- whether we last 50 more days, weeks, months, or years, or even decades. We'd better do it right or it's not going to count. So we examine what's the right way to repent. And finally, the Christian faith, it's all smiles, chuckles, and cotton candy. It's pie in the sky and the opiate of the people. It's how we soothe our deepest fears until we talk back to God. And then, like Job, he drops the Hebrew hammer on his claymation. It's not that much fun then, is it? David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Politics, entertainment, and current events. Personal revelations. Spiritual observations. My life's insanities and oive. So much more. Hey, hey, we're asking you, what do you think? Now, you can email us during the show, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. You can text us, 214-210-8483. I think that was a silent burp. Did you hear that thing? Uh, 214-210-8483. Or you can call us, 972-445-0770. Now, when you call, 972-445-0770, something special happens. Captain Chris answers the phone. And that, my friends, will make you understand what it is to be appreciated. And then you will be. A nice softy one, right? That's not too bad, right? Okay. Here's the bottom line. You might have a thought, a question, an opinion, or a comment. Me too. 
wait. Uh, you may have something that you want to share. It's a praise report. Excellent time to do that, to reach out to us and share with others. Maybe you've got a prayer request. We'd love to pray for people because we're brothers and sisters doing our best to move forward as we see the day of Jesus Christ getting closer and closer. You might have a little bit of different theology than your brother or sister listening to you, but you serve the same Lord, your blood relatives, and you drink from the same Holy Spirit. So let's get on board helping one another because that's the intent that Jesus had when he talked about the body being several different parts, but one body under the head, which is Christ. And so we want to be able to do that with one another, take care of one another, bless one another, encourage one another, strengthen one another, and be there for one another. Okay, here you go. Here's your Bible trivia question. Some Jews said that since Jesus had opened the eyes of the blind, could he not have prevented a friend of his from dying? Could Jesus have not gone and raised his friend to life? Who was the friend they were talking about? Who was the friend they were referring to? So some of the Jewish people were like, Jesus opened the eyes of the blinds. Couldn't he have stopped his friend from dying? Could have raised his friend from life? Who's the friend? that he's referring to. If you think you know the answer, takes a few seconds, folks. Uh, you can call in 972-445-0770. You can text in 214-210-8483. You can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. So you can do all of those things and have fun doing them. <laughs> Uh, we're going to pray. Uh, you know, we're going to actually have that person hold on. we got somebody calling. Let's pray. I want to pray for the U.S. and Ukraine. I just get the sense that something is, you know, news is coming or something, and it always concerns me. So let's pray. <laughs> Father, we come before you right now. We pray for our country that there could be grace and mercy given to us before we are no longer a country. And if you, Lord, sustain us, may the leaders that we have in our country fear you and honor you and be leaders with a servant's heart the way that you've demonstrated it should be. We pray for peace in Ukraine because it's a mess. And we know there's some great gospel stories, but it's still hard. It's still painful. All the people that are working there to help promote the gospel, keep them safe. Let them be protected by you. But let those people hear messages of hope where many of them have lost hope. We pray for their wellness, and we pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Okay, so we do have somebody that wants to answer the trivia question. We'll send them on through. A ringy dingy, this is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, Mr. David Spoon, this is Paul Bolt. How are you, sir? I am doing fantastic and have a suspicion that you might be calling in today. <laughs> so, Your suspicions are correct. That was pretty good. Uh, so first we'll do the trivia question, and then we will give you opportunity to share if you uh, so are so inclined and desire to. But first got to do the trivia if we can do that. Do you, okay. you remember that some of the Jewish people said since Jesus had opened the eyes of the blind, could he not have prevented his friend from dying and to raise his friend up? Who's the friend he was talking to, talking about? I have a pretty strong feeling that that might have been his friend Lazarus. That is correct, sir! Yeah! All right, I got it. That makes me, makes me feel so happy when I get it correct. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I uh, I saw some of your material. I'm going to let you take the floor for whatever time you feel comfortable because I am so blessed by some of the things that you've been sharing. So share as you see fit. Don't worry about doing a perfect job. Just be yourself. Tell people what happened. Okay. I'm going to focus on Charlotte because Charlotte was a surprise. Got it. I baptized four people, and three of them were rededications. One of them was Brittany, who had just re- who had gotten saved a few years ago, and she just recently started getting really hungry for the Lord. I've been discipling her. It was her first baptism. But uh, that day, there was a young lady named Charlotte walking around, and I kind of stayed away from her because I couldn't tell if she was sober or not. But anyways, the next morning, I got up early. It was Monday morning, and I sat at the back of my van. I was worshiping God, reading through the Word, the book of Habakkuk. That first chapter is just beautiful. Uh-huh. Um, and I was just praying, and the, the, the lady came walking up to where I was at, and she's just broken. I mean, she was broken. She was crying. She's desperate. Nowhere to go. Didn't know where to turn. And I asked her, Have you, do you know Jesus? Have you ever given your life to Jesus? She goes, no, I've never really heard much about that. So at that point, the Holy Spirit just took over, and I just flooded her with the love of God and with the the gospel of salvation. And right there, standing there, I'm getting emotional here, so I'll try to carry on. Um, She just right there, I kind of coached her along and led her through, and she just, for the first time in her life, asked Jesus into her heart and gave her life to Him. And, um, And the picture that you saw, David of that joy in her face was not there about 20 minutes before that picture. She was broken, terrified, crying, didn't know what to do next. And she asked Jesus, she gave her life to Jesus. Her life is broken and destroyed. And so she said, I don't want this life anymore. I'm going to give it to you, Lord. You can have it. And obviously Jesus wants it. Um, So that, that is the, that's in a nutshell what happened this weekend. I'm just so moved and so humbled that God used me um, in that kind of way. Well, first so, of all, I'm, I'm going to end it. As, as a vessel, you are like all of us, right? <laughs> you are like, you are one of us. We're all like going, I don't know if I could do this. Okay, yeah, sure, whatever you want, Lord. And, uh, and the Lord uses you and tr- brings the gospel to a girl. You weren't, wasn't even in on the radar system. And the Lord was like, oh, there, there's Paul. Let's use him right there. Let's get her right back on board. Let's get her into the kingdom. Let her, let's make her a family member. And the Lord used you to do it. And that is one of the greatest blessings that you'll mm-hmm. ever experience. You will not be able to keep a scorecard on her. She's God's child before she's the person that you let in. It's always going to be Amen. that way. But it's so awesome to know that anytime, anywhere, God can bring people into our lives. And if we'll just yes. listen, he'll He'll use us and, and we'll be a blessing to other people. What you know, every for this whole year... Every morning, I devoted my New Year's resolution was to get closer to the Father, and that New Year's resolution has not been broken. There it is six months later, and I'm still on it, still getting closer. And every day I wake up, as soon as I wake up, I rededicate my life to the Lord, tell Him, my my life is your life, take it and use me any way you want. Amen. And then I just get on with my day, and... And God has used me so much, David. I'm just and bringing this radio program into my life. I've never heard of you, never until this year. And God used this program to bring me closer to Him. 
You know, I, I, it's, it's, we're just in this, I mean, it's just the nicest way to say it. We're in it together and let's just keep, let's just keep pushing it, moving it forward. Just, it's like the ball in golf. Just hit it a little closer to the hole. (laughs) Just hit it a little closer to the hole. I mean, that's all I know how to do there anyway. So (laughs) it's like, good job. Great, great testimony. Great, great share. Excellent work. Yes. Thank you, David, for what you do. All right. I appreciate you, man. I love you, brother. Love you too, brother. Great job. All right. Okay. God Y'all bless. have a good one. <laughs> okay. We're going to have a good one. Okay. <laughs> I just, I'm just amazed. It's just like, and, and what's so good is you listen to Paul and you listen to him share. So he, he sent me some pictures yesterday. So, I mean, I just knew he was going to call in because I wanted him. I mean, I, I, I didn't force him to or anything. I just wanted him to call in because it's such a great thing. But what's so cool is that every person who listens to this radio show, that all of us collectively, we're, you just understand, we're all a part of that. Everybody that's called in and shared or has to question or praise report or just this, that, whatever, all the truth, everything that we do, it's all of us, but it's all of us yielding it before him because it's always him. We're just a part of it. We get to celebrate it. We're doing it together. But the Lord saves people. That's so cool. What a great blessing, great testimony, great job. We'll take a break and come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience? All right, Psalm 46, verse 1 through 3. This was the first... A uh, psalm that was read to me when I went to Bible college, the very first class I ever took in Bible college, a bazillion years ago. Let me just say that. Psalm 46, 1 through 3. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their suffering. Here is something to consider that will be just absolutely a mind blower. How should you and I respond if the earth falls out of its rotation? <laughs> okay, so so my uh, brother-in-law works for JPL and is actually one of the people that helped write the program that helped land the Mars rover on Mars. He helped write the computer programming, okay? He's much smarter than me in those realms, Okay, about my age, a little younger, about my age. Very, very intelligent guy, right? And uh, he's the one I always make a joke, you know, what, what, what keeps the earth, you know, rotating. And so you'll hear me say uh, that it's on a perfect 23 and a half degree, uh, you know, a rotation uh, from the moon and from the, the exact rotation from the sun, or it's three mice chasing a piece of cheese in a wheel. <laughs> One of those two. So uh, the idea behind that and that whole story is the earth is in this absolutely perfect rotation with, uh, with uh, the moon and the sun. And without it, the earth would go through a free fall, just even a half a degree off. It's over. It's all over. I mean, the, 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 there would be instant tidal waves. Everything would just be upside down. And if that ever happened, you know, you would know that's the end, although that's not how the end's going to happen. We already know from Scripture. But here's what the, the psalmist is saying. It doesn't matter how bad it gets. It doesn't matter if your world seems like it's upside down. It doesn't matter if it's out of rotation. It doesn't matter if there, the mountains fall into the sea. It doesn't, doesn't matter if the waters roar. 
God is a refuge. And a refuge is a shelter in a storm. You would first think of a lean-to. That is what a, a shelter in a storm is. So when it's raining, you find a lean-to, you put something on a tree, you put it uh, you know, against something else, and you get under it so you're away from that. And it says that God is a refuge, a strength, an ever-present help, which means he's helpful today, not just when it's all settled in eternity. And there's that lies a problem for some Christians is they keep thinking, well, in the sweet by and by, everything will get worked out. Well, that is true, that everything will be completely worked out in the sweet by and by. But God is an ever-present help, which means for today and not just for tomorrow. And then the position of the psalmist is, therefore, 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 in other words, it's a conclusion. So God is our refuge and strength, okay? So he's our lean-to in a storm. He's our ever-present help. Therefore, I don't have to be afraid. The David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, if you've had a chance to listen to the show, wonderful testimony by our brother Paul Bolt did a wonderful, wonderful job sharing it. We're just very, very, very blessed that he was able to be used by the Lord, which is his biggest desire. It doesn't what he said was so great. It doesn't take a ton of time to start your day off and go, you know, whatever you want. I mean, it just doesn't take a ton of time for you to be willing, and it's just like, bam. The Lord was willing, and look what happened, and somebody got saved, and their, life, their eternity is different now. And it's just like, wow. All right, uh, let's do our trivia question. Then I have a couple of other things we got to kind of deal with or hang around with. Uh, here's your first trivia question, or next trivia question, first trivia question. <laughs> what is, it? is it Friday yet? Okay, <laughs> I'm just checking. True or false, after appearing to the two people on the road to Emmaus, the risen Jesus appeared to the 11 disciples who thought he was a ghost. Now, if you're not sure and you think you need to look it up, I would encourage you to check out uh, Luke 24. It gives you a lot unless you have the time. Not while you're driving. Okay, don't we don't you know you don't close your eyes when you're driving and you don't look <laughs> stuff. Don't do that. Okay, give you a brain in there. Don't do that. And then, uh, but that's a straightforward question. True or false? So you got a 50 50. Uh, Eric strikes first. After appearing to the two people on the road to Emmaus, the risen Jesus appeared to the 11 disciples and they thought he was a ghost. <gasps> it's a ghost. Okay. Uh, if you think you know, 972 445 You can text in 214 or you can send an email to david at he must increase.org. So, I've done half of this before. <laughs> Chris, Chris is like, what does this mean? Uh, I just, I came across this again, and I haven't done this for a long time, but it's so funny if you guys will listen to it. Uh, this is Bible characters associated with their songs. That should be their songs. So if you've heard it before, smile anyway. I've told the same joke on this show maybe a thousand times, so I'm not sure why that's surprising to anybody. Uh, here we go. Ready? These are what the associated song would be with the Bible character. The first one is Noah. The song associated with Noah would be raindrops keep falling on my head. <laughs> right? Adam and Eve. 
Strangers in Paradise. <laughs> right? Okay, hold on. Uh, Esther, I feel pretty. I feel, see, she won the she won the contest. Okay. Uh, Moses, the Wanderer. You know, because he was wandering in this. Okay. Uh, Jezebel, the Lady is a Tramp. Okay, got that one. Uh, Samson, for some of you that really know, I actually saw this production in England. Uh, I mean, literally in England, uh, uh, and Samson would be hair. You know, hair, long, beautiful hair. Okay. Uh, Daniel, really? The lion sleeps tonight. <laughs> Come on, that's so good. Uh, <laughs> Peter, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's just brilliant. Uh, Isa, born to be wild. Perfect. And then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, great balls of fire, because they were in the fire thing. The three kings who were looking after Jesus, or trying to find Jesus, when you wish upon a star. <laughs> right? Right? Okay. And then uh, two more. <laughs> three more, and then we'll quit. Elijah, up, up, and away. <laughs> It's a beautiful balloon, but it was a tornado. Methuselah, staying alive, staying alive. That's classic. And then the last one, Nebuchadnezzar, crazy. How <laughs> were those just? Those could have been some of the best jokes we've ever done. What do you think of those? It sure was something. Okay, you're killing me. <laughs> you're doing a song right back to me, aren't you? Yeah, you're killing me over here. All right, the trivia. Could we do the trivia? Uh. I don't know. That's what happens when I have four days off. Something happens. What? Well, the other part of my brain falls out. That's what happens. True or false, after appearing to the two people on the road to Emmaus, the risen Jesus appeared to the 11 disciples who thought he was a ghost. If you're not sure, look it up in Luke 24. If you're really not sure, listen so that you'll know the answer, because then you will know the answer. In the meantime, let me do this one portion, wonderful, 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 wonderful portion of scriptures, Scripture, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. Your life should be free from the love of money. Be satisfied with what you have, for he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Now, I want to make sure you understand what I'm going to say. Money is great if it's a tool and not a snare or an idol. We need to be free from the love of money. There should be, like as Christians, an abiding contentment with us. And why is that? Because of exactly what the Lord says. He himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. You can have lots of money. I've had lots of money in my lifetime, and I've lost more than I've ever had. I've had multiple homes, lost more homes than you could ever even, your brain would go, no way. It's like, nope, that's what happened. But the key in that is not to find contentment in what you and I understand is the currency of mankind, but to find contentment in the currency of God. And the currency of God is a promise that he will never abandon us, he will never leave us, and we don't ever have to be on the downside of anything because if we are free from the love of money, but we can be understanding that God has made a commitment to never drop us like a hot potato, then we can still get through.
And people are like, well, well, I need money to pay rent. Yeah, watch this one. You need God to breathe. You're worried about paying rent. Without God, you don't get the next breath. Try going seven hours without breathing. Let me know how that goes. Versus a late payment? Come on. I mean, you got to be kidding. So the point in that is it's not, and again, you know, it's the most misquoted. Well, it's actually, you know, the pride before destruction one. That's the more misquoted. But, you know, the, the money is the root of all evil. No, it's not. It's the love of money that's the root of all evil. And I'm not saying that because we're down in funds, or I'm not saying that because I'm terrible with money. I'm not saying any of that. I'm saying that because you cannot compare the currency of man with the currency of God. That's why I'm saying that. I think, well, how, you know, how important is that? You will not take one penny into heaven. But you will take the presence of God into heaven. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's like, ruh-roh, ruh-roh. we got some problems here. It's right. you got to stop that. And this, this, this notion, you know, the flip side of the notion is everybody should be poor. Nobody said that. Jesus didn't say it. Jesus had a bag of money. That's dumb. He didn't say, even though, even though you know, Judas was, was taking from it because he was a thief. That's not the point. The point is... It's neither, it shouldn't be neither the most important or the least important. It just should be in its proper place when it's contained before what your commitment is to the Lord, the commitment of your contentment because he makes you content. You're just thinking, well, I need this, well, I need this, and I need this. Here's your answer, now and forevermore. If you never hear me again, now and forevermore, here's your answer, more of God. That's your answer. Okay, great. Ready for the trivia? Okay, here we go. Doesn't seem like I've been gone, does it? Just kind of a weird, uh, what are you going to do? True or false, after appearing to the to two people on the road to Emmaus, the risen Jesus appeared to the 11 disciples who thought he was a ghost. And that is true. They thought he was a ghost. What? Luke chapter 24, verse 37. And that's not really all that uncommon. People have a experience with the Lord, and they go, it's a ghost, and it's Jesus. That's interesting, isn't it? All right, we'll take our break and come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Most of my life, it feels like I've been running. Have you ever wanted to get involved with a ministry that promotes Jesus Christ as Lord, but just don't know how? Serving in ministry is a matter of devotion, time, and talent. Are you looking for a place to try and test the waters? Do you want to get involved? Come join the Ambassadors Initiative. Be an ambassador for the David Spoon Experience. It doesn't pay great. Actually, it doesn't pay anything. But the eternal benefits are out of this world. Be a representative. Why not? It couldn't hurt. Well, we hope not anyway. You don't need to be a professionally qualified minister. You need to have a pulse. By that, we mean you need to have a heart. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassadors Initiative link. Fill out the form and we will reach out to you. Sorry. (laughs) 
No parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. What is the David Spoon experience? Jesus Christ, as the Lamb of God, for you and I, God provided his own burnt offering, his own Lamb of sacrifice, because our presentations are not that hot. And this is where you get the understanding that the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. How many? All. And the wages of sin is death. That's the result. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And God showed his love for us while we were still sinners that Christ died for us. That's the love. He was the sacrificial lamb. And if you have never made that decision, I invite you right now to make that decision to acknowledge Jesus Christ as Lord. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And this is where you get John 3.16, which people will say is the gospel in a scripture, which is not far off. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. That gift is available for you. And if you have never exercised that acceptance of that gift, I encourage you to do so by saying this prayer. And don't go anywhere because I got another one for all of us. Heavenly Father, I surrender my life. Lord Jesus Christ, I give you my heart. Pour out your Holy Spirit, for I believe you rose from the dead, and I confess with my mouth you died for my sins, according to the Scriptures. You were buried, and three days later you rose again. You ascended to the Father, and are coming back soon, and I thank you for this new life you've given me. I praise you, and pray this in your name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are now a Christian. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMN 770, the truth station here in Texas. We have our next trivia question. The three women who went to Jesus' tomb wondering who would roll the stone away from them. There were three of them. Who, according to the Gospel of Matthew, did it? Who rolled the stone? Oh, if you think you know the answer, you can call in 972-445-0770. You can text in 214-210-8483. Or you can send an email to david at he must increase.org. Al striking first. Boy, two strikes today for Al. He's on it today. Uh, I do want to send you to the website. At the website, there's the big thing right here. The money's way down, and the only way to get it way up is to get you to the website. So check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. Wait, wait, is it coming back? Is that it? It's not coming back? Okay. Fine. Look, I don't have the budget for more sound effects okay, yet. That's true. 
I had to write that in my paper, by the way, just so you can know I was writing something about the show. And I wrote, we are a high-dollar budget show. And then I put in there, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> uh, nothing like top-of-the-line doctorate material there. <laughs> they always make me take that stuff out, but I still write it in there. It's so funny. <laughs> well, you can put it in the footnotes. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, come on, you know. It's like, yeah, we understand everybody in the academia world is like this, but for me, they're kind of like a nut. Isn't there an academia nut? Okay. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Uh, the three women who went to Jesus' tomb wondered who would roll the stone away for them, who, according to Matthew, did this. That is the trivia question. Uh, yeah, I felt like it was a little rusty in the first segment, but that's gone. I just kind of feel like that's gone away. Uh, 972-445-0770 is the number to call. 214-210-8483 is the number to text. And then email david at hemustincrease.org. I am trying not to fail you in this one thing that's coming up, but I cannot guarantee it. As we are now going to history. Let's go. All right, uh, today is National Smile Day. Okay. <laughs> okay. Where, from your car? Are you supposed to smile at people? Today is National Macaroon Day. I'm okay with that, right? I'm okay. All right. Uh, on this day, uh, 1884, John Harvey Kellogg patented cornflakes. Also on this day, 1919, first Hilton Hotel. Conrad Hilton buys his first hotel. He, he, he was going to buy a bank. But the deal fell through, so he bought the Mobley Hotel in Cisco, Texas. Wow. I did not know that. Uh, 1990, the first episode of Seinfeld airs on television. And 1927, the last Ford Model T is manufactured after a run of over uh, 15 million cars. That's pretty good right there. All right. Uh, see, does somebody want to answer the trivia question? Okay, and then I'm going to – I've saved one. You poor people. <laughs> That's all I can say. All right, send him on through. Ding, this is David. Who am I talking to? This is Gary. Hi, Gary. How are you? Well, I'm making How are you doing? Uh, uh, I'm making it. <laughs> not that well. <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. I'm just tired. But it was a long weekend. It was, a, it was really uh, fun on the board meeting, but then I ended up doing just all this writing, and it's draining. I mean, it just drains you. It's like, oh, uh, uh. so I'm looking for a little recovery today. It's just kind of Oh, I'll relax. pray for you. I appreciate it. I need it. I've never, I don't think I've ever needed prayer as much as I do now, and I'm, I'm pretty deep in the faith. It's like, wow. It just like never ends. But all right, let me ask you this, and I know you'll have the answer. Three women who went to Jesus's tomb wondered who would roll the stone away from them. Who, according to Matthew, actually did that? It was an angel of the Lord. That is correct, sir. An angel of the Lord is correct. You are right, and that's it. They were like, "How are we going to do it? How are we going to do it?" I think that's a great testimony because a lot of things we go through, and we're like, "How are we going to do it? How are we going to do it?" Nobody's anticipating an angel coming and helping. So it's like that's just a great way to think of things. Like the Lord will bring the answer. You know, it's coming for us, right? Right. Amen. Thank you, brother. I greatly appreciate it. Love you in the Lord. Want everybody to keep praying for you. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Right. Thank you. God bless.
right, I could not resist. I can't resist. It's just, I don't know. And we'll go long. Just leave me alone. But on the history, there was one thing I didn't tell you. And that is, it's World Parrot Day. <clears throat> you know what that means? What does that mean? It means I got to tell the parrot joke. Do you know the parrot joke? Okay. <laughs> Nobody get mad, okay? Just stop it, okay? All right. It's a lady, and she had uh, a parrot, and she trained the parrot to say one thing and one thing only. Who is it? Anyway, she has a little bit of problem with her uh, dishwasher. She's got to call the plumber. There's a lot of problems going on. She calls the plumber, and then she gets a phone call from her husband. She has to get out of there right away. She forgets to cancel it. She goes, and the plumber comes and knocks on the door. The parrot goes, who is it? And the plumber goes, it's the plumber. He just called me. Knocks on the door again. Who is it? The guy goes, it's the plumber. It's the plumber. Plumber, you just called us. Emergency dishwasher. Knocks on the door again. Bird goes, who is it? Yeah, he goes, it's the plumber. Okay, plumber, Arr, plumber. Knocks on the door, Bird goes, who is it? The guy goes, it's the plumber, it's the plumber. Knocks on the door, Bird goes, who is it? The guy goes, it's the plumber, it's the plumber. Falls over, passes out. The woman comes home, opens the door, looks at him, goes, oh my goodness, who is it? The bird goes, it's the plumber. <laughs> Come on. Come on. It's the, it's the plumber. <laughs> Under the text, we will go. Luke chapter 3. That's so funny. My parents taught me that joke. Uh, Luke chapter 3, verse 7, 3. He said, therefore, he said, therefore, to the crowds that came out to be baptized by him. This is, this is John the Baptist. You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruits in keeping with repentance, and do not begin to say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our father, for I tell you, God is able to from these stones to raise up children for, uh, for Abraham. So I want you to be aware of what John is doing. He's aware as he's baptizing people that some people are just lying through their teeth. They do everything they do for show. And it's like, look, I, I love doing the radio. I love the entertainment part. But I try to tell you guys I'm as messed up as you are. I think I do a pretty good job at least being honest about it. This is a mess. This is a mess. I am not doing this right because I'd just rather do that. I've always thought it was a good way to do it. These guys were the exact opposite. Anytime there was religious anything, we'll do it because it'll make us look good. It's like, wow. So John, because nobody in the Bible ever calls anybody names, hint, hint, said, you brood of vipers. So if you're trying to figure out what that is, it's a sack of snakes. <laughs> it's like, you sack of snakes? Who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bring fruits or bear fruits in keeping with repentance. In other words, if you're genuinely repented or you're generally repenting, okay, it's not that you have to offer a sacrifice on an altar, but it's got to be real. It's just got to be true, right? If you have a sin that you're struggling with and you bring it before the Lord, it's not an issue of whether you're bringing it before the Lord. Just be honest about it. Remember I shared this story about how the Lord delivered me from drugs? I thought that they were great. That's where I was at. It doesn't change. 
But I wanted to be honest about it. That's where we need to get to. This is not a PC uh, process. It's not a politically correct process. It's not a get woke process. It's nothing like that. Okay, and we're not going to get in or get through because of who we're connected to in the in the context of well, my family line is this, or I have this uh, bloodline, or I have this group of people that I'm. So that is not that means nothing. It's when we come before the Lord and we're repenting. There's just to be one thing, one thing, one thing that's connected to it. Just be real. I mean, I, I, I have a kind of a different take on repentance. I think repentance is awesome. Because it's the place that you can be real with God and go, I'm a mess, but I'm your mess, so only you can help me. I mean, I like that. I like being dependent on the Lord. I like being, I I don't don't care what the world thinks. I don't care what any of those people. I know what God is seeing, and he's looking on the inside, and he's looking on all of our insides. And, you know, sometimes when we do prayers, I think there's a, Gotta be careful here. Uh, there's a th- another prayer language. I'm talking about tongues. It's this, oh, Heavenly Father. It's almost like this weird <laughs> religious thing. It's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure God's up there going, why are you talking that way? I mean, it's like, because <laughs> that's not how we talk. Now, if you want to do that out of respect and reverence, I, I'm not uh, saying anything against that. But that is not exactly what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people that pray to uh, make sure that everybody knows they're praying. Or something. It's like that's not right. And we do something wrong. Bring it to the Lord. And if you're having a hard time with it, bring that to the Lord. And if you had some victory over it, and then you've lost some of the victory over it, and then you get more victory over it, and it goes back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. You know what you do? You bring it to the Lord. 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 Because that's the answer. It's not. There is. There is not an answer in. Well, if you do a, a this program, or if you do, if you take up knitting. Wait, I'm gonna do crafts. That's not gonna help you. I'm gonna dance. I'm gonna take a dance class. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna get education. None of that stuff helps. When it comes to us being truthful before the Lord, the only thing that helps is being truthful before the Lord, opening up our hearts in fullness, and being sincere about it. And if you love the Lord, if you really love the Lord, it pains you. When you do it wrong, I just, I just think that that's honest. It's one portion of scripture where the Lord says, "You will be, you will be disgusted by your own sins." Like, yep, <laughs> I'm with. I agree. Get it? All right. Take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Like any person searching for answers, I too have wondered about him. He has a weird sense of humor. If people are seeking wisdom and insight from the great teachers around the world, would they go to David? No, I don't think so. Those big ears really don't help. Will people enjoy his perspective on culture, politics, food, sports, and local and national news? I don't know. He's just a client. Tune in to the David Spoon Experience on KAAM. What is the David Spoon Experience? Each of the four living creatures had six wings. 
and was covered with eyes all around, even under his wings. Day and night they never stopped saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. And you're thinking, that's a great verse, Dave. What does that got to do with Thanksgiving? Right? Because that doesn't have any application except for... God is pictured here as always was, always is, and always will be. And a person who is walking in the dynamic of continually giving thanks is looking at their past with thanksgiving, is looking at their present with thanksgiving, and is looking at their future with thanksgiving because God has operated in the past, the present, and the future, and you have a past, a present, and a future, and when you look at your past and you operate with thanksgiving, and you look at your present and you operate with thanksgiving, and you look at your future and you operate with thanksgiving, you're operating in those principles with God, and if you look at your past with thanksgiving, guess what you won't have. You won't have bitterness. And if you look at your present with thanksgiving, guess what you're going to have? A trusting and a confidence. And if you look to your future with thanksgiving, guess what you're going to have? A hope for a better tomorrow. All these principles operate if you will continually walk in thanksgiving on every aspect and element of your life. You won't be bitter. You'll be trusting God and walking in confidence. You'll be looking for a better tomorrow. You'll be operating in the principle of faith. You'll be honoring God and you'll be setting yourself free in your partnership with God, how can that be bad? Amen. How can that be bad? I mean, it blow my mind. Cry it out loud. We should be thanking God for, oh, but this terrible thing happened. But look how God brought you through it. Amen. This terrible thing is happening, but look how God is bringing you through it. Hey, when they start shooting Christians, look how God took you out and brought you to him. I mean, it's like it's all together. You can't escape this. If you look at your life with a continual feast of thanksgiving, you'll have a continual feast. The David Spoon Experience. On Christ the solid rock I stand. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas as we offer up our last Trivia question. When Jonah was thrown overboard into the raging sea, what happened to the sea? When Jonah was thrown overboard into a raging sea, what happened to the sea? I can tell you one thing. They didn't go, surf up, dude. Uh, let's do our DNA. Oh, by the way, uh, I should tell you how to get a hold of us. That's <laughs> probably... Uh, it's probably a good idea to do that. Uh, 972-445-0770 is the number to call. 214-210-8483 is the number to text. And then uh, david at he must org. And it looks like somebody is already prepared to answer the trivia question. No doubt surfer people. Uh, that's a joke. Uh, send them on through. Ding! This is David. Who am I talking to? Yes, sir. That's Will Rogers. Hi, sir. How are you? I'm great. I hope you're better. I sound like a while ago, though. Yeah, I was, I've gone through it, but this show has really picked me up. <laughs> so I'm feeling, I'm feeling on the rise. 
I'm feeling like I'm getting better. That's the key. All right, you ready? Yes, sir. Okay, here you go. All right, here we go, brother. When Jonah was thrown overboard into a raging sea, what happened to the sea? The sea stopped raging so much and calmed down. That is correct, sir! Exactly! The Lord poured the oil underwater. That's (laughs) the Lord took him, and for some reason, all the waters calmed down. Now, could you imagine if you were the guys in the boat and you tossed him, and you're thinking, "No, we don't want to toss you. No, that doesn't seem right. That doesn't seem no. That and then you throw him in the water, and it's like, yeah, everything's fine. (laughs) It's like, wow, (laughs) what a moment for them, huh? Yes, sir. Uh, Awesome, great job, my brother. Very, very good work. You have a blessed day. All right, you too, bro. All right. Lewis, I got Jonified. <laughs> oh, by the way, keep uh, pray for Lewis's uh, brother-in-law. He was had some tests going on. I'll get an update from him uh, and, and give it to you tomorrow. Uh, let's do our DNA because I don't want to forget the DNA because <clears throat> it's, uh, it's supposed to be done on a regular basis. So D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily, David. Daily David. <laughs> See, I, I need that, apparently. Draw closer to the Lord daily. Every single day, draw in. Just what Paul was talking about, you know, every day. Just here. There I am. Excuse me. There I am. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never, 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 ever be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Again, my contention is quite simple. It doesn't matter what non-Christians tell you the word says. It matters what God Shows you the word is. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which is that exact thing we're just talking about. Just taking those few moments to say, I'm yours, Lord. Use me as you see fit. Being sensitive to the Lord. And then also being aware of other people that are in the world around you. Okay? Which means it's not always about us. Okay? Okay. All right. We did that. We did that. We covered everything, right? Is there anything left for me to do? Okay. Okay. All right. Now, see if I can do this any justice at all by the grace of God. So in many parts of the world and of the church, there is this Christianity is like uh, cotton candy, Skittles, or saltwater taffy, or something along those lines. And I think when you first get saved, there's— for many, many people, there is this little honeymoon period that you go through where it seems like whatever you're praying happens or things are really going good, and all of a sudden you see everything through a new light. And I think that uh, initially is uh, an important element, that you are aware that your whole, your whole perception changes because you become a Christian. But then something that, that happens as you grow up is this thing they call growing pain. So I'm not sure if you're familiar with them or not, but when you were two, between two and ten, you went through growth. And sometimes that growth was painful, uh, mostly uh, as you were learning and adapting. And as we grew in the Lord, as we developed in the Lord, we started to have more of, uh, from time to time, quirky responses to God. I'm thinking, what are you talking about? Well, it's easy, and was easy for Job, to believe God's awesome and everything, and then when it all fell apart— 
right? He had a lot of questions. When it didn't go so smooth, when it wasn't like silk, he was like, uh, <clears throat> what's going on here? Hello? Thank you. So Romans chapter 9, verse 20, and this is the part where Karl Marx's complete, complete idiocy does, didn't have any idea what true Christianity was because as you develop and grow in the Lord, you find out that you begin to question God as a more of a fleshly response than anything else, and the Bible prepares for this for you, for you to grow through this, where it says, Romans 9.20, Who are you, O man, to talk back to God? Shall what is formed say to him who has formed it, Why did you make me like this? So the, the point in saying that is not everything in Christian faith is smiles, chuckles, cotton candy, and carnivals. The Holy Spirit reminds us to be aware that talking back to God with a defiant spirit is not a smooth move. Okay? You just use that joke, smooth move, x -lax. I mean, it's like the idea behind this is for you and I to get that the Lord knew that as we would grow and develop, we'd be going, hey, 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 hey. And that, hey, 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 and maybe it took Job a lot of years to get there. Maybe you've never done it. God bless you. I want to rub shoulders with you. Or but maybe you've done it and then pulled it back and done it and pulled it back. And you turn to the Lord and you go, well, why, why this? Why couldn't this person get saved? Or why didn't this situation work out? Or why isn't this person being nicer? Why didn't I pay this bill? Or why did I open up my Grammarly account when I was working on a paper that was 35 pages long and have the Grammarly go all crazy and send all of my words all over the place? Why did you let that happen? Everybody does that. This is just honest. Even Peter, after spending time with Jesus, and Jesus goes, yeah, the way that you're checking out, eh, it ain't going to be great for you. And first thing, Peter goes, what about John? What about him? Huh? Huh? It's like, that's what we do. And it's a defiant spirit. And here's the thing that we cannot do. He is God. He deserves our deepest respect, even if we don't understand what he is allowing. And if you ask me, you say, well, do, do you love everything God has allowed? Well, not while I'm going through it. <laughs> On the other side of it, sure. But I have a, a lack of faith attitude like most people. And it's like when I get through it, oh, it's, of course it's great because I'm through it. But while I'm going through it, I may say some things I should not say. Telling God how to be God or telling him that you're dissatisfied with what you're going through, or explaining to God without using words that you sure wish it was different, is not the brightest plan to speak to the Creator. There's nothing wrong with talking to God, saying, I just want to be surrendered to you, I want to do my best, is this a challenge, da-da-da-da-da. That's substantially different than you looking up to heaven and go, why? Why? I don't get it. This is irritating. Even Jesus, when he was going through the process, said, hey, if this can pass, I mean, let's go, we'll go a different route. Great. But if not, let your will be done. Not, I don't want to do this. I'm not doing this. I'm getting in my jet ski. I'm getting in my, in my uh, spaceship and I'm leaving. Bye. It's like, that's not how that went. So we get to engage with God, talk to God, you know, try and walk through the point where we have a maturity with God. But what we don't get to do is be disrespectful with a defiant spirit. 
Ultimately, it's not overly complex. Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Submit means to surrender. And when people go, I won't surrender to anybody, well, that's stupid because you're going to bend your knee and and your tongue is going to confess Jesus is Lord. Either you'll do it with a smile or with a frown, but you're doing it. So the whole premise of that is for us just to be careful on how we engage with the Lord. It's great to be honest. Don't tell God he stinks at being God. That's what I'm saying. You could go, who would do that? <laughs> you would start with Adam and then go all the way through. <laughs> Where do you want me to start? <laughs> Come on. He is awesome, and we need to have more confidence that what he allows has purposes that are way beyond the scope of what we understand. And that's called, wait, get ready for it, trust. Oh, that's what that thing is, trust. Yeah, that's what that thing is right there. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. He will direct your paths. All right, folks, you've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, taking a 22-and-a-half-hour break. Then we'll come back. More Insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then. Views expressed in the preceding program were those of the speakers and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.